0: Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Gaming. My name is Miles Large. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to talk about cool levels and environments. As always, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing recently. I've been playing Virtue's Last Reward. Um, Eric let me borrow it. I've been playing it, and it's been really fun. Um, it's the second game in the ZeroScape series, and I think I really like the idea of the whole alternate timeline thing. How you can actually see the flow, uh-huh. and it's better. Um, I think it's I like it a little more just because um, you don't have to replay some of the ones you've done already. Yeah, because after like you know your third playthrough, like it gets really annoying. Mm-hmm. And so, other than that. You know, it's, it's fun. I like it.
1: It's good. We will have to talk about it more once you beat it. Yeah. I've been playing mostly Yakuza 5 some more. Finally started playing as the, uh, the second character, which so far has been completely different than the first character. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, how he fights, but because, like, first you start off in a city. Mm-hmm. You do, like, one main mission, and then you go to prison. <laughs> then you do some prison stuff, and then you break out of prison, and you land in, like, a hunting village. Okay. And then from there... You can do, like, some hunting side quests, and then eventually you can you can leave if you want, but I've stayed to, like, do all the hunting, like, side quest things. Yeah. And it's funny, because I, I was playing it yesterday. I was probably playing for, like, an hour or so, and I was like, you know what? I forgot this game isn't this. Like, this is just <laughs> side, like, side quest yeah. mini game stuff I'm doing. Like, this isn't, like, the main gameplay of, like, fighting people. Yeah. No, I'm going in, up in the mountains to, like, shoot bears and stuff. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, there's, like, other stuff to this. And I looked at my game time, and I've already been playing for, like, 24 hours, and I'm just like, what? What have I done in this game? <laughs> I'm like, fun. I'm not that far. Yeah, I think I'm, like, I don't even think I'm halfway. Mm-hmm. But, so that's kind of interesting. Okay, on to our main topic, cool levels and environments.
0: First off on my list, I have Ratchet & Clank, but I have uh, two different titles on it. Um, the first title would be Ratchet & Clank 1 and the Reimagining. When I first got the game, the 2002 original version... You know, and I was playing through it as a kid. I thought it was really cool how, like, how the environments were, you know, all space age and sci fi. Cause I'm really into sci fi stuff. Uh-huh. And so, like, going through these, like, spacey levels and, like, you know, fighting all these, like, crazy, like, enemies and, like, you know, it's all, like, wonky looking and they're all weird and quirky kind of. It's pretty cool. I really enjoyed that. I really got to kind of relive that in a way when I got the reimagining that just came out earlier this year. It was really nice to see everything in HD. And it looked really awesome, like, you know, like a Pixar movie. Uh-huh. And so I, I really enjoyed seeing it in, you know, HD for all it's, for all that it was worth. I loved it, like, every second of it. Like, you know, it was, it was just like when I was a kid, you know, playing these levels for the first time. It was really cool. The other thing f- I have on my list for Ratchet & Clank is uh, Ratchet & Clank, A Crack in Time. I remember looking at some interviews of the people who made the game and them saying how for this game, they wanted to create the uh, galaxy, but the same galaxy that they had for the previous uh, future titles but instead this time they made it so it's like the seediest part of the galaxy so you had like you have like levels that are just like barren wasteland fields and like you know shady cities deep canyons full of like alien mercenaries and stuff like that and so th- i thought that was really cool and all the art in ratchet and clanker kraken time i really think is awesome like it looks really good, and it's really it was really done well. And same with the environments, like they're spot on, like perfect. So I really like that too. And it's and to top it off, it's a change from the normal uh, Ratchet and Clank levels, just because like the way they set it up is like they made have they made everything seem more like not as advanced as like you know the other galaxies or the other games or stuff so like you know people have like rocket boosters attached to their cars but it's all like you know bad badly done like a like yeah if in in the context of like the universe DIY like, you know, yeah DIY someone did like a bad job of doing it but like you know it Duct-taped works taped yeah a exactly, to a like, exactly like, something. like something like that it but it works
1: yeah so I think that looks really cool so it's the cantina from Star Wars yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> the Millennium Falcon <laughs> yeah yeah the first level on my list is, I don't actually know what the name of the level is, but it's the one in Bayonetta where you play the Space Harrier stage, basically, mm-hmm. and then you fight Jean afterwards. It is Isla del Sol, I believe. I will believe you on that. That does sound familiar. One of my favorite levels in the game, even though most of that level is, you know, not the normal like Bayonetta gameplay, but yeah. it was kind of a fun thing to uh, to change up the gameplay. And then mm-hmm. you have a really cool boss fight, like, mm-hmm. right after that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I, th- I think the Space Harrier part goes on just, like, a little too long. Yeah. Like, at the end, I'm kind of like, oh, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, it's pretty fun. Like, when you dodge, the way the screen, like, flips around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you play on a jet in the second game, like, it's not as good as the, like, the Space Harrier oh, yeah, no, one from guys. the first game. And so, yeah. Bayonetta 2 doesn't reach, like, the epicness, The like, the greatest part of Bayonetta, which I think mm-hmm. is the Space Harrier level. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's a better game. But I don't think anything yeah. in Bayonetta 2 reaches the yeah. how much fun I had doing the space Harrier level and then the Jean fight.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel you on that one. I really like yeah, I really like that level in Bayonetta. I thought it was really exciting. That part happens right after, like, the helicopter explodes or something, and it's like, okay, like, what... Like, yeah, you're what's flying gonna... on a missile, aren't you? Yeah, I don't you're flying on a missile, yeah. One. Like, a missile destroys a helicopter, and then another missile comes by, and, like, Luca's on, like, strapped to it or yeah, something. Yeah, okay, I do Luca. remember that. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, another one comes by, and Bayonetta's standing on it with uh, Ceresa. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this is kind of interesting. And then, uh, you know, you played the Space Harrier theme level, and, like, I thought that was pretty cool. Going off of that, I kind of like some of the environments in Bayonetta. I remember talking about this... With some of the enemies in Bayonetta, but how it's like, it's good, but it's wretched good. Yeah. So I think I like, you know, that kind of idea of it. That's pretty cool. So something that I guess might be more due to nostalgia than anything else, but I still think it's really cool because, especially for its time, it was like, not, probably not the first, but one of the firsts, Uh um, is the Mario 3 overworld map and the Mario World overworld map. I think both of those things are really cool i know for mario 3 you have eight different worlds or lands maybe mean um, you have eight different lands to go through and so you have like grassland like the typical like starter level, yeah you know? and then like you have desert land and then you know water world or whatever and there's like big land or giant land and you have like a sky level which is interesting and then you know it goes on and on until level eight which is bowser's world or like dark land or something Uh uh-huh yeah and so like i I always thought as a kid like you know that was kind of cool like to see different like you know obviously like they're obviously trying to make them different yeah yeah. even the levels in the uh in the worlds were like obviously like you know the ice one was ice themed yeah yeah like you know so forth so i thought that was really cool and same with mario world although in mario world it's all connected as one like big island i Mm -hmm. guess you know, you have your starting off point, whatever. And you have like the donut planes, which is also kind of whatever. Donut planes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's all, it's all named after food. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you have vanilla dome, which is the cave level. All yeah. right. And then you have the, uh, forest of illusion, which is a really annoying level oh, yeah. because it, it sounds annoying. Yeah. Because it doesn't, the way you complete it, it doesn't, go like straight it kind of like curves around and it's like a little circle uh-huh. thing and it's like really okay. odd, weird <laughs> yeah and then you have like chocolate island which is like uh mountains of like you know brown mountains yeah which is amounts of chocolate so to speak i did that in quotations. at the end it's like you know you approach this cave shaped like bowser's mouth and then you go into That's it cool. yeah and then so you go underground into um the last part of the game which is pretty cool I always liked it, how the Mario, like, you know, they made it kind of... Like, it's obviously varied, and even the levels in the, like, different, like,
1: parts of the thing are themed to that. I think I've only seen, like, the first world map of Mario 3. mm mm-hmm. Because um, I've never gotten any farther than that. <laughs> oh, well, actually, when you were recording your um your video, mm-hmm. for, when you were doing... Oh, yeah, the, the uh, slot machine. The slot machine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I saw a couple different stuff from, from that, but, like, other than that, I think I've only, like... Mm-hmm. Me playing, I've only seen like the first overworld screen because yeah. I've gotten to like the third level or something uh-huh. before I get completely just destroyed. Yeah, I like it if only because I really like Mario 3's art style. Mm-hmm. Like in you know, Mario Maker I usually make them Mario 3 themed because yeah. it's my favorite art style. Yeah,
0: It is a pretty good art style. I like Mario 3's art style.
1: One of my favorite levels and one of my favorite games mm-hmm. is a Tron level in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. You go inside of a, a computer and you meet tron Mm -hmm. you know i don't know why exactly the level itself like what you do in the level isn't that amazing like it's fine it's not bad Mm -hmm. because sora gets like a tron like outfit on and stuff yeah and you do you do like one of a tron race type thing later Mm -hmm. and that's kind of cool though annoying Mm -hmm. on higher difficulties but yeah i don't know i think it's just cool how sora wears like tron's outfit basically it does something i think kingdom hearts fails at later which in the same game the pirates of the pirates of the caribbean level they tried to, like, mix, like, the live actors with the Kingdom Hearts characters, and it doesn't work. Mm. And then in the 3DS game, uh, Dream Drop Distance, there's another Tron level, but it's the, the new Tron. Oh. And they also put, like, real-life characters in there against the, like, you know, cartoony Sora yeah. and Donald and Goofy. And again, it just doesn't work, and it clashes, and it's weird. Yeah. But in the uh, the Tron in Kingdom Hearts 2, they uh, they don't deal with the real people from mm-hmm. Tron, because there's, there's real people in, mm-hmm. in Tron, the original Tron. But it's just you going inside the computer and meeting Tron. Mm-hmm. And so they make Tron into like the, the same art style as Kingdom Hearts too. Mm. I don't know. I really like the like digital vibe thing going on in the level.
0: That's pretty cool, yeah. A couple levels that interest me in these two particular games are the sub-worlds, I guess you want to call them, maybe, in Persona. Not sub I don't know what you want. Dungeons. Dungeons. <laughs> that, that <laughs> that's that's how I would say Yeah, dungeons. The dungeons in Persona, both 3 and 4, because those are the only games I've played. Yeah, I know, fight me, whatever. <laughs> NQ. <laughs> NQ, yeah. But um mostly in Persona three and four I like. Them. And Arena. Yeah. And Arena Ultimax. Yeah. But those are like MP And P three P but those are three and four. Oh, okay, and that's declared. true, that's yeah. true. They do have three and four in their names. Yeah. I haven't played one and two and I I will get around to those. I promise. Anyways. But anyways, yeah. That's save that for later. When you first came over and showed me Persona three, I was like, this is so like wacky and like weird to me. Uh huh. And maybe it's because like I didn't really I wasn't really into anime, you Uh know, at the time. And so I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, new to me. And, like, so this is, like, my first experience with this sort of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, Japanese kind of, like, media thing. The idea of the whole thing where, like, your school turns into a giant, like, tower. Yeah. That's, like, I don't know how many stories. I can't remember. It's, like, 250-something. Too many. Too many, yeah. (laughs) There you go. The whole idea of that. Your school just, like, at midnight shoots up into this. And, like, it's this giant tower that you constantly, like, you keep climbing and then you're fighting these monsters in the tower. I thought that was really interesting. The thing that really interests me, like, most of all was the whole idea that there's an hour between twelve AM uh uh-huh. yeah and twelve oh one or yeah. when you know, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, the dark hour. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool like concept. When I was playing it, I was like, Oh, I wanna explore this more, you know, I wanna find out what this is and stuff. And I really like that. And the other one I really like, of course, in Persona Four is um the midnight channel. I think that's really interesting, how there's a world inside the T V yeah. and you go into it, yeah. Once again, this is maybe it's because like it's my first experience with it was my first experience with this sort of thing. So I had like you know Uh you know I was like wow this is new so it's interesting and fascinates me. But yeah, I really like the Midnight Channel in Persona Four. I think I like the I think I like Tartarus a little more Uh than the Midnight Channel. I also like the town in Persona Four. I I think um, the town feels very real because like you know it's just some city like you know in the middle of nowhere. I guess we can relate,
1: but. I agree with you that I, I like the—I don't want to say the art style because it's basically the same, but the, mm-hmm. the like the atmosphere, I guess you could say, and the, the idea of Tartarus better than the Midnight Channel. Oh yeah, definitely. I like the atmosphere a lot of that. But when it comes to like actually like playing the game, I think the Midnight Channel is leagues better than Tartarus. Yeah, I just because can... Tartarus is, only gets like paint jobs. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Persona 4, still kind of the same, but I think it changes way more than Mm -hmm. Persona 3 does. They're still just kind of, like, randomly generated, you know, Mm -hmm. dungeons and stuff. But I think Persona 4 does a little bit better. And then it's actually, well, one of the reasons I'm super excited for Persona 5, because it looks like they're not randomly generated, and they're actually, like, Mm -hmm. dungeons that they've, like, you know, made themselves. And, like, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Because even with Persona 4's dungeons being better than Persona 3's, they still got, like really repetitive, like really fast. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited to see how that turns out in Persona 5. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I also kind of think the hub world of the answer in Persona 3 is kind of cool. It's like a desert. It's it's like a desert. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, like the Abyss of Time, maybe something weird like that. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it might be that. I can't remember. I think the hub world of that is really interesting. Other than that, the, uh, the levels in the answer are just Tartarus, but Recolored, Yeah. So it's not really, like, much it. Except that's for, mean. like, there's, like, a purgatory level, which is kind of interesting. Other than that, yeah, they're just recoloring, so they're just whatever. Just meh. Because you already played of yeah. 3, and it's like, you know... I've Got seen to this. the top of that, yeah. Yeah, I've seen this already, so... But I really like the idea of the hub world and the desert, and there's a bunch of doors in the desert, and I'm like, that's interesting.
1: That's cool. I want to know. I haven't played it. Yeah. Don't plan to play it. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll you watch can... the cutscenes on yeah. YouTube eventually. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, the next level, which... Also, it's probably just nostalgia. The very first level in Sonic Adventure 2 on the hero side, mm-hmm. or the light side, whatever it's called in that game. Hero. I think it's hero. Hero. City Escape. Yeah. But City Escape, half half of that is just for the song, because the <laughs> song's so good. Yeah, I just, I think in that game, it's probably, like, the best designed level. Yeah. The ending, where you're running away from the truck, is really cool. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. It's really, it's really good, just a good introduction into the game, really. Yeah. Just kind of putting their, their best foot forward. Showing you what the game potentially has to offer. Yeah. The song's uh, really good. The whole, like, skateboarding type thing in the beginning is kind of mm-hmm. kind of cool. Then you do some more stuff just running in Sonic. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, running from the truck. I don't know, it's just... It's a pretty cool level. Yeah. And running through the city is cool. Destroying the cars.
0: Yeah. It is a pretty good introduction. I do like the whole idea of just, like, it throws you in there and it's like, hey, here's what I have to offer. Yeah, pretty and, much. And honestly, that's, like, a pretty good way of, like, describing it because, like, when you play it, it's like, wow, like, you know, this is pretty fun. And, like... Yeah. It, the game is pretty fun, honestly, like, when we were playing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I really I really enjoyed, like, playing that level. I remember playing it at some point before, but, yeah, replaying it, I was like, yeah, I really like this. This is just an offhanded comment and, like, totally, like, not unrelated, really, but I like how the truck's, like, gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, too big for, like, what it should be. Yeah, you it's know, like, like destroying things yeah, in the town exactly, and stuff.
1: yeah, it's just like... In Sonic Generations, they have a city escape level, as you would expect them to. Mm-hmm. The truck in that one's like even more ridiculous there's like buzz saws coming out of the side of the thing and stuff and like you have to like you have to like run up on the side of the buildings to like not get crushed by it and like (laughs) it it goes on the side of the buildings it's it's ridiculous but it's pretty pretty cool Crazy, yeah it's pretty cool
0: though so i don't drive but i enjoy driving games (laughs) and uh i really like some of the uh tracks in in gran turismo well in gran turismo three and four but like in hd in five and six when when i'm driving on the tracks and in those i really think like you know. I kind of pay attention to the side of the road sometimes cuz like when you're driving these tracks some of these tracks are like Tokyo or like um Seoul uh south korea Mm, like mm -hmm. new york or like you know seattle things like that you know london too and i think like you know it's kind of cool to see these things as you're driving by them and i'm like you know driving as i'm driving through them i see like the famous landmarks of the cities and things like that eiffel tower yeah eiffel tower yeah there's there i'm pretty sure there's a france level not only that but i also like to see some of the like i'm pretty sure they're they're not even real tracks like gran turismo made tracks Uh but there's something like Calm and peaceful about driving and like, you know, seeing all this like lush greenery. And like, sometimes I know there's like a forest level, and driving through that makes me like feel really like at peace. Uh-huh. It makes me feel good. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's cool. I like
1: it. I like the idea of that. Was Grantis not the game you were playing where there's like a moon level? And I, I had fun playing that.
0: Oh yeah, it does have a moon level.
1: That I like that. I, I like that
0: too. I found that really odd actually because it I was no, I had no idea that was in there because I hadn't really played that game um, up until you were watching me play it at some point. Yeah, and I was like, huh, this is really interesting. Yeah, the moon level awesome. like, is awesome. Really no dope. idea, no idea why that's in there, but it's super cool.
1: They should make a game where it's just you on the moon. Oh yeah, that would just be a really cool. Just a full game oh, is you on the moon. That would be
0: really cool <laughs> <laughs> with like some sort of story and stuff. That'd be dope. That'd be interesting. Come like, on, Kojima. Make it happen someone! <laughs> I see Kojima doing it with oh, his yeah, totally.
1: spacesuit armor
0: thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> the only moon levels I've ever seen are this, this Gran Turismo one and the Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The moon th- level. The uh, zombie one, yeah. yeah. But that's
1: like... Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like, eh. Another one of my favorite games, and one of my favorite levels from that, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door for the GameCube. And my favorite level on that is the Glitz Pit. Glitz Pit. <laughs> uh, I believe that's the third chapter in the game. It's basically what you would expect, like a a wrestling arena to be, mm-hmm. except you're not wrestling, obviously, because it's it's an RPG. So you're like bouncing on people's head and stuff. Yeah. But like that's like the vibe of of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like the uh, the main antagonist you're fighting. Uh, I can't remember his name. Is the Rock, or maybe they're making a pun off of The Rock or something. He's like a golden bird thing or something. But, like, the way he talks is totally, like, yeah. like a wrestler, you know, like, I'm calling you out, you know, yeah. type type thing. <laughs> and it's actually it's pretty different from the rest of the levels in the uh, the game because the rest of the levels are more, like, not necessarily exploration, but, you know, you're going between screens and stuff. And in mm-hmm. this game, there's, there's you know, different parts of the, the level to go through, but yeah. mostly you in a room, and then when you're ready to fight, you talk to a computer then you go fight people it's basically just kind of like a tournament like Mm -hmm. type thing so it's a different you know it's nice change of pace from the rest of the game just the the antagonist i was talking about who's again name i can't remember uh he's just like really cool and ridiculous and funny and uh yeah it's just pretty fun
0: Mm -hmm. that is pretty cool um the last one i have on my list is um probably one that it's kind of like the weirdest one out of all the levels but it's guitar hero okay yeah some of the levels in guitar hero um mostly i guess like through the career mode think of it when you're playing through the career mode like uh-huh. you start off in like you know a small like your high school battle of the bands yeah, I think yeah. that's how guitar hero 2 started out or something and then Sounds you know, yeah and then you work your way up and it's like oh now you're playing this like small club or whatever yeah. and then you're playing oh next you're playing oh the warp tour or like you know something yeah, yeah. cool like that and i, I always like that idea just because maybe it's because i'm a musician yeah yeah but it's like you know you start off small it's like you know these typical cl- things that you'd be playing at it's like the high school battle of the bands like the small yeah. club you know the like the local like art um showcase or you know something yeah, like yeah. that and then you build it up bigger to where you like you're kind of like a serious band now it's like you go play a little different clubs or bars or things yeah you know and then it's like oh you're like an even more famous band now you're touring and stuff you know one of
1: them has a prison doesn't it Oh, probably, yeah. I'm I pretty sure it. there's a Guitar yeah. Hero with a prison in it.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's maybe a prison level, yeah. I know, like like I said, there's a warp Tour level. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a warp Tour <laughs> That's level. That's cool. Which is pretty cool, yeah. It's like, so, you know, you're on tour or something. They have, like, stadium levels. And uh, eventually it gets so big to where, like, it gets ridiculous. Like, the last level, I believe, in Guitar Hero 2 is Stonehenge. Yeah? Yeah, and when you play the encore, which is... Free Bird, yeah. Uh, an alien ship comes down and hovers above your performance, and at the end, um, if you beat it, uh, it kidnaps you.
1: That's funny. Yeah, I don't totally think i like... ever played Guitar Hero two. so yeah. I wouldn't know. But yeah. in Guitar Hero three, you end up in like hell at the end, don't you, or something? Oh, maybe. Pretty, pretty sure you are like in hell. You are like <laughs> fighting the devil or yeah. something. Oh weird yeah, I like think you are right. Yeah, because yeah, gods of rock or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, totally. I, yeah, I usually not paying attention because I am playing the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and the, but I, I will say though that uh, Guitar Hero the eighties one. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the map screen I really like because at least in Guitar Hero 3 it's basically just like a list between mm-hmm. the different levels Yeah. but in um, the 80s one, Rock the 80s maybe mm-hmm. whatever it's called, but the 80s Guitar Hero it's like a map, like it kind of it looks like a um, like a venue poster like a uh, map, yeah, like yeah, advertising yeah. a show and there's like yeah. different venues on the map and mm-hmm. you can you like, you know, choose between them and I yeah. think that's really cool I
0: think Guitar Hero 2 is like that too but it's pretty cool. I think um, one of my favorite ones, at least as far as realism factor, is a guitar Girl world tour you start off playing at a fraternity i think yeah yeah which is kind of cool that's, that is yeah cool. and then um and then there are a couple like ridiculous levels in there too like there's a tool level where it's just all like tool art themed and there's like a bunch of like eyeballs <laughs> that's and things weird right. it's, it's weird but it fits the songs you know because you play as tool but, okay or you play the tool songs in there yeah you don't even get to see the band it's just this void
1: of, like yeah fuck. weird crazy art stuff it's interesting i've only though. played uh, which one was that world tour uh, I only played that one a little bit, so oh, okay, yeah. I, I don't think I ever played the uh, the story on that.
0: Yeah, and then I know um, they have a recording studio level, which I really like. That's, that that's, that's cool. pretty cool. And then eventually, I think the last one's like... You're flying on a chariot that's pulled by giant bald eagles or something. Yeah, like they like it's funny like that they like when they design the levels, like they go for the realism, like it's like, oh yeah, yeah. like you know, the high school battle of the bands, like yeah. the club and like, you know, things like that. And then they just devoid into like Stonehenge or yeah, alien saucer, or just like yeah. you're in hell, or yeah. you're flying on a like chariot or something. It's
1: like totally like whacked out. That's really funny. Okay, so my last one is uh in Dragon's Dogma, the ending there's not really stages in that game. The ending, like, environment is called the Everfall. Mm-hmm. And basically, the world went to shit, and the main town, like, exploded. Uh, and there's a giant hole in the ground. Interesting. And you jump inside the hole, and there's, like, different ledges that you can grab onto. Mm-hmm. And you grab onto a ledge, and then basically each ledge has, like, a mini dungeon. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, you walk around for, like, a minute or something fighting, like, little goblins or something. And mm-hmm. then there's some super fucking hard boss in, like, the next room. <laughs> this one, like... I can't think of what's, what it's called right now, but it freaking, like, it looks at you and you turn to stone and it's fucking annoying and stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so you just go through, like... A Gorgon? No, but I think those are there, too. Okay. I think it's, like, a Cockatrice or something like mm, that. Okay, whatever. Um, I think that's the one that turns you to stone. That one might, too, though. Yeah. Uh, I think the Gorgon's, like, a giant eyeball or something. Mm, that's what I is. don't know. I'm, I haven't played Dragon's Log in a while. Yeah. But yeah, so like each there's like different ledges and ledges on like either side and stuff and yeah, they have a door you go through it. And you're looking for 20 of a certain thing and you can probably get them by doing like 3 3 or 4 of these like rooms or something. Yeah. But I think there's like 10 maybe or something. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, kind of hard bosses for like quote unquote like the end of the game. Yeah. And it's just really cool. And then like if you get to the if you don't grab onto an edge and you get to the bottom of the hole, you just spawn back at the top. <laughs> And so it's just, like, this, like, endless, like, loop of, like, you falling and stuff. That's great. And it's, like, so it's really cool just because it has, like, you know, hard bosses to fight in there. And then the whole, like, there's just a giant hole in, like, the main hub of the, where the main hub of the world was. Yeah. the city's gone. Most of the city's gone. Giant hole. Jump into it. Go through some weird dimension shits. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I'll have to show it to you eventually someday. Mm, Getting to the end of Dragon's Dogma will be interesting.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. Please join us next time. You can subscribe to the RSS feed on iTunes and Google Play Music. You can also subscribe to youtube.com slash milesrtv. You can also follow us on Twitter at LTG Podcast.
1: Thank you for listening. See you next time.